Welcome to the God and Your Business podcast. I'm Dr. Una, your host, the Jesus lover and serial entrepreneur. Each week, we will unlock timeless secrets for business success from the Bible. Regardless of your faith, I invite you to join me on this journey with the only thing you'll need, a healthy dose of curiosity. And now for the episode. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the God in Your Business podcast. Today, we're going to talk about something that was such a struggle for me when I started off as an entrepreneur, and I think it's going to save you years and years of turmoil, okay? When I first started out in business, at the time, we had already started to church, my husband and I, and I was heavily, I'd always been heavily involved in ministry did all the things and absolutely loved it. And I've always had a long-term perspective, kind of, you know, like what's going to happen after this? What what do I want to, what I want to have accomplished at the end of my life? You know, I'm very intentional about not wanting to have regrets and, you know, I just want to do it all and die empty. You know what I mean? Like I did everything and I left, you know, and on the other side of eternity, I'm like, shoot, I want a whole street named after me. You know what I mean? Like that's just kind of the way my mind works. But anyway, So when I started off in business, I'm like, well, this is a distraction. This is something that's a means to an end. This is not, it has no eternal value. And I had that conflict, right? Like, do I leave, do I leave this alone? Do I chase what is considered full-time ministry and all of that? And, but I made some discoveries that helped me realize that they're actually one and the same. And I love what is considered ministry. I love business as well because they're the same. (laughs) They really are. And I want to kind of, you know, share that with you. It'll save you a lot of pain and really it would help you chase after your business in a very different way because it's part of your calling. It's part of ministry. It's part of why you're here on earth is part of your purpose. And You might say, well, what if it's not this particular business? The truth of the matter is you're always becoming. And so if what you're doing right now is not the thing, it's the thing that leads you to the thing, right? And you want to, you know, I want to give credit to Bishop T.D. Jakes. He's the one that said that the first time I heard him say that, I was like, yes, exactly. You know what I mean? So even if it's not the thing, it's it's the thing that will lead to the thing. And so you want to make sure that you're that person who at every phase in your life, you're giving it your all, because even if it's not the thing, it'll lead you to the thing. And you have all these skills and you have all this experience and, you know, built capacity and muscles to do all these other things because you were working at every phase of your life. Okay. So, so I want to show you, I, I try to think about it. I was able to pull up three things that three revelations, if you will, that made me realize that they're one and the same. The first is that businesses serve people. The first thought, businesses serve people. That's what businesses do. They serve people and the money they make is a thank you note for the service they offered. And God loves people. He loves people. You know, money is a very, very important thing here. God doesn't value money over people. Many people say they don't, but they actually do. But God doesn't. It's people, right? It's it's people. God so loved the world that he gave his only son 
that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. He didn't send his son to die for anything else but people. That's John 3, 16. He loves people. So I remember when I first started, you know, one of my businesses is EntreMD and it's designed to help doctors build profitable businesses. To be honest with you, that's not necessarily my idea. Like, I, I don't know that I would do half of the things I was I'm doing, if not for God, really. I remember he started talking to me about helping doctors. This was in 2016. Like, you know, this is going to be bad, you know, once the tides change, obviously, and all of that. And I was like, what? Like people? He's like, yeah, I want help my doctors, help my doctors. And when the pandemic hit, it was even worse. And he was like, ask me for the doctors, ask me for them. You know, like, so, so Psalm two verse eight says, ask me for the nations as your inheritance. He's like, ask me for them, help them. I'm like, Lord, there's a million of them. Like, I no, like, no, Lord, no. He doesn't let up. So eventually I kind of own that. So even though that's a business, that's not any different from anything else I do in ministry. And, you know, if you're outside the medical field, you're like, help the doctor. What does that even mean? But, you know, the tides have changed and that healthcare space is really hard for physicians to be in and burnout is an all-time high. And now we have to compete because now investors and all that made it into the healthcare space and we have no business training. It's just like very, it's, it's very difficult. And the people in the physician space understand, but those outside may not. And he, I mean, 400 doctors kill themselves every year. 400, 400, that's more than one a day, right? So he's like, help my doctors. And I'm like, yes, Lord. So the things I do in Entremedy and things I do with the podcast and the things I do with the business school and the events and all of that is serving people. And God wants me to do that, right? And so with what you do, who do you serve? What pain do you take away? What, how do you make their lives better, right? That is part of your calling. That is part of ministry. It is. God loves people. You might say, well, well I mean, it does, it does, what are the eternal values? Not really taking them to heaven or doing anything like that. But hear me out, though. Hear me out. If I help a hundred physicians not take their lives, at least they're alive to accept Jesus, right? <laughs> at least they're alive, right? Their life. The Bible talks about it in John 10, 10. It says that the thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy, referring to Satan. And God has come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly, that they may have and enjoy life and they may have it more abundantly. And the idea is, well, Satan does that any way he can. God does that in all the ways he can too. So I see some people antagonize doctors. I'm like, listen, not everybody has faith for healing. Doctors are people God sent to be agents of healing. So you have to see the service to humanity in your business. You have to identify that so you can own it and serve your world. It doesn't matter if it's a community. It doesn't matter if it's international. Serve your world. Serve your world. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing is when we thrive as entrepreneurs, we can fund kingdom projects. 
Okay. Now, people are like, oh yeah, money and all of that stuff. Hear me out. There are so many great things that happen when there's effort to spread the kingdom with others. For instance, when I think about the church that my husband and I pastor, there have been so many life transformations that don't even make sense. We're talking about people who had incurable diseases, who've been healed. We're talking about marriages, like people walking into church with divorce papers. That was our first meeting with them. And now years later, their marriages are thriving. Their children are doing well. We're talking about people who were gang members who went back to school, now working jobs, married, have children, and they're the first in their generation to ever do things like that. We're to, I mean, like talking about all of that and lots and lots of people who've made decisions for Jesus and all kinds of things. Well, guess what? That is so good, but it costs money to do that, right? We don't say we're a church and then we don't have to pay a mortgage. We don't say we're a church and then we don't have a light bill. It costs money to do that. And one of my commitments is my resources will fund the kingdom agenda. So you're an entrepreneur. One is that you serve people. Two is that you fund the efforts to get the gospel out there. Zechariah 1.17, he says, my cities through prosperity will yet be spread abroad. Salvation is free, but the delivery mechanism is not at all. And salvation is free to you. It's not free to the person who made it possible for you because he had to die, <laughs> right? So, so that's the second thing is you get to fund kingdom projects, which is so much fun. It's one of my favorite things to do, okay? All right. And then the third thing is you get to represent God in the marketplace. I remember thinking, I was like, I don't really want to talk about this. Not this, but I was, you know, something about the kingdom. I don't really want to talk about it. People don't want to hear about religion and stuff like that. And cause, you know, I, I felt like he said to my heart, like, yeah, nobody wants religion. You don't want religion, but people want me. People want me. I created them. I am loved. Do you know the Bible doesn't say God loves people? It says God is love. It's like, I love people. I am the richest. I am the smartest. I am the most connected. I am the most forgiving. I'm the most merciful. I'm the one who will believe in them more than anybody else. Don't show them religion. Show them me. People want me. People meet me. They will like me. There are people who will never go to church ever, but they'll come to your business and you can represent God. You can show them the love of God. You can believe in them like God will. You can forgive them like God will. You can represent God to them. If they won't go to a physical building to go to church, they can come to your business, which is the same difference. Okay. So serve people, fund kingdom projects, represent God in the marketplace. And your business really becomes ministry. Your entrepreneurship becomes ministry. And it lives forever because it has eternal value. 
eternal value. Okay, so I want you to take a moment. I want you to think about this for your own business. How do I serve people? How can I fund the kingdom? We did, when it comes to king, we did fun things. Like I think when we start, we started off like, oh, we'd, we'd pay the rent for church and we would sponsor different projects. And um, if there are new church buildings, that's one of our favorite. We would, you know, give towards it and stuff like that. Like create all these memorials, right? Like do it and do it on purpose and watch and see. I mean, probably talk about that on another podcast episode, like the ripple effect of that, right? And then represent God. Grow in your character, grow in your, your, you know, the Bible says, be imitators of God. Little children, be imitators of God. And you kind of adopt his character and adopt his way of interacting with people and adopt all of those people. You don't need to say, oh, go to this, you know, Matthew chapter five, verse four. You don't have to say any of that. You just have to be. And people are like, huh, that's different. Because people love God. They just need to meet him. <laughs> and you can introduce people to him by representing him. Okay? So if you do this, then it's all eternal. It's all very valuable. It's all your life's work. It's all your calling. It's, it's all of that. I don't have that disconnect anymore. Like, this is my business time and this is my ministry time. It's all the same. It's all the same. And if you do this, you will fall in love with your business because your business is changing lives. It's changing the world. It's making the kingdom move forward. It's amazing. Amazing. I love my businesses, every last one of them. I love what I do. I push for bigger goals in them because of the impact it has with people. And I can be an example of what's possible. It's all the same. Okay. All right. So that's what I have for you today. Go do that. And I want to hear about how you fell in love, like madly in love with your business, because now it's so much bigger than just you. It's so much bigger than paying the bills. It's so much bigger than extra money in the account. It's changing the world. I'll see you on the next episode of the God in Your Business podcast. You've been listening to the God in Your Business podcast. If anything you've ever heard on this podcast has helped you, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out. Thank you so much. And remember, you are not alone in business. You're doing business with God, the smartest being in the universe. See you next week.